welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, episode number 133 for Saturday the 29th of December 2018. It's the last diary of the year. And this is going to be my quarter four review. When I take a look at the months October, November and December and see what has and hasn't been achieved. Now, first of all, some general news, just to let you know that by the time you're listening to this, we will have enjoyed our Christmas in Spain. It's always amazing to look out on blue skies and sandy beaches on Christmas Day, yet it still feels incredibly Christmassy when you're in Spain. You've still got the decorations up. It still feels strangely Christmassy, even without the kind of the coldness and sometimes even the snow. But what I particularly love when you're abroad is that you don't have that kind of craziness that you tend to get in the UK. It all gets a bit frenetic, um, you know, as people give up work and start piling into cars and driving and the shops, you know, last minute craziness in the shops. I love missing all of that. So I will have missed all of that now and we'll be enjoying our Christmas in Spain. New Year is also a tamer affair in Spain, though I do love being uh, sort of in the resort in Benidorm at that time of year. And I've got high hopes for a good night out on Monday because it is a sort of fairly anglicised place. But also you've got that, you know, obviously it's dominated by Spanish culture. I'll put a bell there'll be something great going on down at the beach that probably involves fireworks but we'll wait and see this is the great thing about it it's also contained around the beach that um, there'll be something going on and you'll just be able to walk around and just take it in uh, because it's such a you know a lovely sort of civilized and warm place to be uh, wandering around at this time of year in the UK I'd be sort of scarves hats mittens and warm coat uh, whereas in Spain you know you'll be out with a t-shirt and a light jacket on um, still wandering around quite late at night so uh, you know that's why we like to go out there at this time of year I really love the kind of winters over there anyhow enough of that let's get on with my quarter four review so lots achieved uh, in this quarter and I think you know the main thing is it's been absolutely because I've gone to Spain it's been absolutely blooming crazy with podcast episodes I, I look at all the ticks on my on my board at the moment you know it is ridiculous the number of episodes so self-publishing journeys I started uh, recording in October episode 124 by the time you listen to this I will have recorded up to episode 135 so all those episodes have been pre-recorded and edited and teed up so that they'll go live while I'm in Spain on on automatic so I don't do any recording or editing while I'm abroad so um, how many is that that must be 10 or 11 interview episodes done something like that um, also I've done episodes 59 to 73 of the crypto news podcast so that's about 14 or 15 episodes of the crypto news podcast and I've recorded episodes 121 to 135 of Paul's podcast diary. So there must be what, 50? Got to be about 50 podcast episodes there recorded in the last quarter. So when you hear me sort of like, you know, ranting like a madman about my, the number of podcast episodes I'm doing, I hope you'll agree with me. That is ridiculous. You know, bearing in mind that I'm trying to write and do other things as well. That is a ridiculous number of podcast episodes. It's only really when I see it lined up like that with all the ticks 
that I think mm, that's probably a bit too much, really, Paul, um, in, in terms of leaving enough space for marketing and writing, which are supposed to be the primary activity. So anyhow, I, I do get a massive sense of achievement, though, having looked at that and th- thought, well, look at all that stuff that I've produced and put out into the world. So I do get a sense of achievement from that. But I do look at that list and think that is a lot of episodes to do in three months. And that's probably a bit silly. So anyhow, we've got all those episodes done. And uh, it, the reason it was so crazy in this quarter was because I, I effectively needed to pre-record a month's worth uh, to go abroad. And if you think about it, four podcast diaries, four guest interviews, that's eight uh, episodes just to get ahead for, for this podcast. Uh, not, and that's another four. So I had to get 12 episodes ahead to go to Spain and not to have to record anything. So uh, it's been, you know, it has been a, <laughs> it's been a bit relentless in this quarter with the podcasts. So the other thing I've got done by Christmas, and this has been kind of hovering for much of the year because so many lies, I finished writing it at the end of July. My wife has gone through it and done her first, what's called a first sort of pass in that she, she finds all the horrible things I've done, you know, plot questions and, you know, what happened here and, you know, she, she puts all those first notes on. So I then go through it with a fine tooth comb and, and get it into a position where it's good enough then to send to an editor to pay to do a professional job of it so that's been done and um a lesson i've learned about editing because i don't really enjoy editing i know a lot of people find that the most creative bit i don't i find it totally uncreative because i sort of think well i've done i've done my creative bit now um to me the rest is just um you know it's like it's like dusting the furniture it's like if you 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 buy a lovely piece of furniture and say oh that's a lovely piece of furniture i can admire that well i don't want to dust it i, I just want to admire it and that's how i feel about the books and i've written the book i've done the creative bit um and 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 the editing bit doesn't feel creative to me it doesn't feel like a creative activity i've said before that's one of my achilles heels because I need to find a way to learn, love and cherish editing. I know I do, but um, so I do find that a bit of a bind. But the way I, uh, the way I go around that, and, and this is something I've learned, is I split it into tiny bite-sized chunks. So, So Many Lies was edited in three chapters at a time, you know, chapters one to three, chapters four to six, and I do it coming fresh to it on a brand new day. So although it takes more days to do it, if I, if I had to flog it all day, oh, it would be, drive me crazy. So I have to do it when I'm fresh and I have to do it, you know, when I'm in, in compact periods of time. Uh, and that's just the way I've learned is the best way for me to do my editing. So number five on my list uh, of objectives in quarter four was Christmas and New Year in Spain. Well, I'm recording this uh, in the UK, but you'll be listening to this while I am in Spain. So that was an objective achieved. Park run. I wanted to do three park runs uh, because health, fitness, I don't want to be super fit. You know, I don't want to be a Mo Farah or anything like that. I don't need to be like that. But this is just for my general kind of health and well-being. Um, I want to be generally fit and in shape. So I've done four, three park runs in this quarter of the year. And I'm very pleased about that. I'm finding the course in Carlisle extremely difficult. I thought I'd turn up and, and get, get get below 30 minutes straight away. Well, it's quite clear to me that's going to be a bit of a struggle on this course. So I'm intending certainly over winter, to drag myself out on cold winter mornings and do at least one park run a month. And then probably from sort of March next year, when it when the weather starts to get better, I want to try and make that a bit more frequent. I'm not going to do it every week because I'm setting myself up for a fall if I do that. But, you know, two a month would be nice, but only when the weather's better because I am a fair weather exerciser. But I do, you know, I do exercise on the machine at home, but I do like these park runs. They're a good way of just... Um, you know, you know how much I like targets. 
And because they give you a time every time you do a park run, it's like a red rag to a bull that me trying to improve my time every every week. And that's a great way for me then to make progress. So I do want to keep doing these park runs. They're really lovely events, and I'm I'm very happy to turn up to them. And if, if you've got one in your area, and whatever level of fitness you are, I mean, they're, they're just lovely events. I can't speak highly enough about them because um, whatever level of fitness you are, there are people there who who just who walk it and, it and it takes them 50 minutes or whatever it takes them and there's you know there's no shame in there there's a whole mix of runners um whatever level of fitness you are or whatever level of fitness you want to be i highly recommend them to you and um you know they're not intimidating in any way at all there'll be loads of people there who are walking at the end you know you won't be the only one uh, but if you want to to get a fit habit um, I really suggest you check out your local park run. They're all over the place, all over the world now, um, and, and give that a try. It's a really good way of sort of committing to something. You don't have to do it every week, but it's just a way of, you know, keeping fit healthy as a writer. So it comes Teague recommended. I have some personal events, as I always do. Um, so this quarter, I wanted to see the Queen film. I'm a big Queen fan, so I went to see the Queen, not the Queen, the Queen film. Uh, and I enjoyed that. If it's not your thing, that's fine, but it, it is my thing and I enjoyed it and was looking forward to it. Uh, we went to see the Human League and Mid-Urin concert in Newcastle. Really enjoyed that. That was fantastic. Trying to catch up with a lot of these 80s bands that I couldn't afford to see when I was a teenager or my mum wouldn't let me see. <laughs> she, she wouldn't let me see Adam and the Ants because when I got into Adam and the Ants, it was before they hit it really big and they were all kind of punk band then and she wouldn't let me go. I was too young then. But I've seen them. I think I've seen Adam and the Ants three times now. Um, I, had, I didn't see the Human League when I was a teenager but wanted to. I don't think I could afford it. I'm sure there was a school trip to see them. So um, so I'm kind of catching up with a lot of my 80s groups and a lot of the groups I like because I'm just aware that, you know, we're all getting to a certain age now where they're older than me because they're the groups I like when I was a kid. They're going to be calling it a day soon. So I just want to make sure I catch them before they do. A uh, couple of trips to see um, children, uh, you know, children who are at university. So we've done all of those. And we went to see um, my wife's, dad and we went to see my mum and we're seeing my mum in Spain so we went to see my wife's dad in this quarter as well a couple of crypto things um nothing that will interest you obviously the podcast but some crypto technical things that I wanted to achieve um, some of those were security related the others were accounting related accounts with cryptos are horrendous absolutely horrendous but I found a, a wonderful piece of software that that does it for you it's an amazing bit of software so I was just you know basically setting up systems so I could keep track of, of what's going on with crypto not that there's much to keep a track of you understand but you know you do have to make sure that you're on top of this stuff and, and this applies to your author career you know you can't forget the tax stuff however little you're earning you have to be on top of it so I like to get systems as you know set up nice and early with this stuff um thriller planning for 2019 so i have started to write notes for my thrillers uh, that's going to continue over in spain to be honest with you so uh, that one will feed forward so I, i'm writing down notes um i've i've got sort of uh, cloud-based software to allow me to write notes and make plans when i'm in spain but this is this is kind of spain activity for me the thinking time um, that's a good thing for me to do in Spain. So thriller planning. Well, I say thriller planning. When I get to my targets for 2019, you'll see that I've actually, it might not be thrillers now, but it will be novel planning for 2019. Let's, let's keep that generic. But um, I have started work on that, started to write down ideas, but it's good to be pretty well the only kind of writing related thing I do one in Spain just because it's a nice thing to do sat on a bench in the sun somewhere and writing some ideas down. Um, but that's what I'll do while I'm away. 
I wanted to build a new thriller website, which I've done, very happy with that. At long last, again, it's one of those marketing activities where I've needed to do it for ages. All I've had on my thriller website has been this holding page to collect emails, and I finally got a thriller website where I can add content to now. Um, I Number 11 on this list was to remove my non-fiction books from sale. So my WordPress book and my MailChimp book, they're now off sale. Um, I could probably still be selling them for a little bit longer, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, the MailChimp book, all, all the stuff in the book is still correct, but they changed the look of MailChimp. And what I don't want to get, you know, I'm not a big fan of doing customer support. And I don't want people buying a book and then saying, oh, it doesn't look the same. You know, no, it doesn't. But if you use a bit of common sense, you'll see that actually it's just a bit of artwork that's changed. I don't want to get into all of that. So I've just taken it off. And actually, I was, you know, I was making good money off that book. But I don't want to, I don't want to republish it yet. I I want to get my fiction. And I might come back to it. I don't don't think I will, actually. I'm sure I won't. Um, and I actually, I still give it to clients uh, that I'm working with, you know, in my my corporate job. Um, I still say to them, you know, have the book. It's really useful. It shows you how to do everything in MailChimp. Just be aware that it doesn't look quite the same as it did because they put some different artwork in. Um, and the WordPress book too, I still give to people. And I just gave it to my wife, actually. My wife's just learning to use WordPress and uh, I've given it to her as a guidebook and said, a couple of things have changed, nothing major, but it's fine. Um, but I don't want to do that and sell the book. You know, I don't want people coming back to me saying, oh, it doesn't look the same because I get involved in support stuff. I'm just not interested in doing support uh, around books like that. So um, I've taken them off sale, even though they were selling. And then finally on my list was um, my writer's block application. So I wanted to write this sci-fi book that's been burning within me um, for a long time. And I there was this kind of writer's block in the north. It was a project where they were going to, it was more of a traditional kind of publishing setup, but I I thought the support I wanted to get involved in it because it was over a year. It was be it would be a book that I would write slowly, and then I'd have that kind of feedback loop and people from the traditional industry because I, you know it's not it's not going to be my normal book. This I'm not even sure that I'm up to writing it. I just felt that that feedback system would be useful. Well, anyhow, hard luck. I didn't get that. Um, got blown out of the water with that, so that's not happening. But I do have plans as you'll find out in the next two weeks of diaries i've got plans to get that book written in 2019 but i won't talk about that now uh but the objective was to just do the application which i did on by the 15th of october the deadline and i've got not back so uh, those were all my kind of objectives in quarter four now as well as having objectives i've also specifically had marketing tasks to do over the last six months and these are the marketing tasks that I've done in the last quarter. And I'm really happy to say, with just one exception, all the marketing jobs are done now. And there's a very good reason, by the way, for that exception, because I made a little tweak to the plan. So Alex, let me talk you through it. So I had a list of marketing jobs, and I'm finding this quite useful, actually, that I have my sort of quarterly objectives, and then I have this list of ongoing marketing jobs to do. And I think I'm going to continue that into 2019. But on my list of marketing jobs in quarter four of 2018, I wanted to get all my picture galleries for my thriller website sorted. So, of course, I had to have a thriller website to get the galleries sorted. 
I've got the thriller website sorted at long last. And so now I've added the galleries to them. And all of last year, and even before last year, I've been gathering images based around the thrillers that I've been writing with, with the sole purpose of creating picture galleries, showing the locations and the inspirations for my thrillers. And it's taken me this long to do anything about it. So um, I now have a Scotland, uh, Benidorm, Blackpool. I've got all these Scotland videos up from a visit in March. Um, I've got my Dead of Night. Every thriller now has its own picture gallery, um, which I'm delighted with, and a proper website. So now that's there, I could obviously, you know, the first friction is building it. Once you've got it, you can just add stuff to it incrementally. It's a lot easier once you've got it. So I'm very happy with that. Um, I now have a thriller gallery, which is great going forward. I did some courses, so I wanted to do the Mark Dawson Amazon Ads course. I'd done Dave Chesson's, and I wanted to do Mark Dawson's, so I completed that. Um, I wanted to do author notes for all of my books, and you know that I've done that. So for every single book that I've written, including So Many Lies, which I haven't published yet, I now have a set of author notes. And this was a marketing tip I got from the 20 Books people. I know that Michael Andalay's always done that, just an informal set of notes at the end of his books, just talking about the book and how he wrote it and inspirations. Uh, it really just, um, it makes every sense in the world to me, just stuff that um, helps you engage with the author. It just makes you sound like a, a sort of human voice at the end of the book. And I, I really enjoyed it. When I was doing it, it made perfect sense to me. So all of those author notes are written. I'm carrying that forward a little bit because they're not going to get added to the vellum files until after Christmas. Um, they're, they're written and my wife's reviewing them um, and I will review them, but they won't get added to vellum until I get back from Spain. So um, that's a two-part job. So that'll go... The adding them to vellum will go to the top of the marketing list for quarter one of 2019. I wanted to process my Scotland videos, which I did. They're edited. They're on YouTube. If you search for Paul Teague on YouTube, you'll see the author or the videos um, based on the, the scenes in my uh, Burden of Guilt book. Uh, I shot those videos and they're now available and getting views. I wanted to make sure that I got draft the digital affiliate links built in. And I've done that now. Um, I wanted to have KDP Rocket affiliate links. This is so that I could generate income through my podcasting site with referrals. So I've done that. I wanted to complete all my vellum files. So every single book I've ever written now, past or present, is in vellum. I've just got one extra to mention to you in a moment or two um, that, that needs, I need to catch up with for very good reason on that. Um, the grid, I needed the grid to be a three-pack, a two-pack, and I wanted to list it wide, which I've done. The Secret Bunker, I wanted to list the three-pack and the standalones wide, which I have done. But the Secret Bunker, so I was going to have create a three-pack, a two-pack, and, and have the book on all channels. But uh, about halfway through this course, when I went for lunch with Helen Vazal, I've arranged with Helen Vazal to re-edit the books, but also to tackle the thing that I was least happy with in that, those books, which is to make them all past tense. So Helen is working on that for me as a as a paid job at the moment. So there's no point in me doing that work on The Secret Bunker until Helen returns those books to me, which will probably be after Christmas. So that's a carried forward, even though um, the existing versions of that book have gone wide and been reviewed. I'm carrying it forward to 2019 to put the new versions in. Now, when the secret bunker, Scotland secret bunker, the, the tourist destination, when that reopens, and it's usually February or March in 2019, it's going to be the tw 25th anniversary of that 
bunker being that nuclear bunker being open to the public so obviously they're going to have a lot of publicity around that and obviously i've also got simon magus doing this wonderful music project around the secret bunker so it made every sense in the world to me to refresh it to to just you know make the changes that with the experience i've now got i feel that that book deserves and then to just bring it ship shape for the 25th anniversary so that we can really push the secret bunker in 2019 so that's kind of just been it's it's a modified uh, goal if you want and then the final list uh, oh no, it's not the final sorry the penultimate item on that list is um the secret bunker promoting it on bookbub and it's pro- you know i've put it i've submitted it to bookbub october november december and it will you know i will keep submitting it so if it gets a bookbub i have to wait six months it'll be on a six-month cycle if it doesn't get a book bub i'll just keep submitting it every month that's kind of where we are and i'll be doing that with all of my trilogies but i'll talk to you more about that uh in the next two episodes when i'm talking about 2019 goals finally uh, number 12 on the marketing list was google adverts i wanted to really give google adverts a good thrashing that work is ongoing still think there's something to play for with google ads and i'm working with google ads reps now it's fairly slow in that you have a half hour session, you change a few things, and then you book your next session. So I shall continue to do that. And that I'll get back to that when we get back after Spain. But I'm still keen to sort of really explore Google Ads and see if there's anything to play for with the books. And, uh, you know, ho- hopefully there will be. Um, but does it get a lot of traffic? We just got to change the conversions. That's what we're after there. So that is my review of quarter four for 2018. I hope you found that useful. I do find this review kind of process very interesting and I do urge you to do it. You don't have to do a podcast to do it, uh, but I do urge you to to write your goals down, to record them in some way and then to revisit them either on a quarterly or an annual basis because uh, sometimes I'm quite surprised at the progress I make, uh, but also I do help. I think it helps the thinking and the planning process with all of this as well. So that's it for this week's podcast diary. On Monday, I'll be speaking to Orna Ross, poet, novelist and founder of the Alliance of Independent Authors. So um, I can't believe that I've got to nearly episode 270 and that Orna has managed to escape my clutches. So we are finally talking for the podcast. Uh, Orna's got a new, new book out, but there's always loads to talk with Orna about. So looking forward to chatting to Orna. That's coming up on Monday. It'll be episode 134 of the self-publishing journeys podcast and it's released on new year's eve monday the 31st of december 2018 i of course will have another diary update for you next saturday when i will be talking you through my 2019 aims and objectives in the meantime i hope you enjoy your new year celebrations and i'll speak to you next week bye-bye for now thanks for listening to paul's podcast diary Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.